Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. We have a better covenant upon better promises, and we have a better relationship with God. We were at such a desperate place that Andrew, it was like life. It was just life that was coming from the television. And every area in our life has been turned right side up. And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our Tuesday's broadcast of The Gospel Truth. Today, I'm continuing to teach on excellence, talking about how to have an excellent spirit. And yesterday on our program, I began this series, and I took Daniel chapter 5, verse 12, and Daniel chapter 6, verse 3, and those two verses specifically say that Daniel was promoted because he had an excellent spirit. AND SO I'M JUST TALKING ABOUT THAT IF YOU WANT TO SEE GOD PROMOTE YOU, THEN YOU NEED TO HAVE AN EXCELLENT SPIRIT. AND I'M GOING TO START SHARING FOUR QUALITIES THAT I BELIEVE ARE NECESSARY TO YOU HAVING AN EXCELLENT SPIRIT. AND I BELIEVE THAT IF YOU WERE TO IMPLEMENT THESE THINGS IN YOUR LIFE, THAT IT WOULD CAUSE PROMOTION TO COME TO YOU JUST EXACTLY THE SAME AS IT DID TO DANIEL AND HIS THREE FRIENDS, SHADRACH, MESHACH, AND ABEDNEGO. THEY WERE PROMOTED, AND I MEAN THEY PROSPERED IN A SITUATION THAT WAS WORSE THAN ANY OF US FIND OURSELVES IN. AND I KNOW THAT THERE ARE ALWAYS PEOPLE THINKING, OH, NO, MY SITUATION IS WORSE THAN ANYBODY ELSE. BUT, YOU KNOW, 1 CORINTHIANS 10, 13 SAYS, THERE IS NO TEMPTATION TAKEN YOU, BUT SUCH AS IS COMMON TO MAN. THERE AREN'T ANY UNIQUE SITUATIONS. WHEN THE DEVIL GETS YOU TO THINKING THAT YOUR SITUATION IS WORSE THAN ANYBODY ELSE, THEN YOU ARE RIGHT THEN IN DECEPTION. YOU ARE CONTRARY TO WHAT IT SAYS IN 1 CORINTHIANS 10, 13. ONE OF THE THINGS YOU NEED TO REALIZE IS THAT REGARDLESS OF HOW BAD YOUR SITUATION LOOKS, IT'S NOT A PROBLEM FOR GOD. GOD CAN TURN IT AROUND. AND THIS IS ONE OF THE REASONS THAT I WANT TO USE DANIEL AND HIS FRIENDS AS AN EXAMPLE OF THIS BECAUSE THEY WERE IN A TERRIBLE SITUATION. IT SAYS RIGHT HERE IN DANIEL CHAPTER 1, IN VERSE 1, IT SAYS, IN THE THIRD YEAR OF THE REIGN OF JEHOIAKIM, KING OF JUDAH, CAME NEBUCHADNEZZAR, KING OF BABYLON, UNTO JERUSALEM, AND BESIEGED IT. AND THE LORD GAVE JEHOIAKIM, KING OF JUDAH, INTO HIS HAND WITH PART OF THE VESSELS OF THE HOUSE OF GOD, WHICH HE CARRIED INTO THE LAND OF SHINAR, TO THE HOUSE OF HIS GOD, AND HE BROUGHT THE VESSELS UNTO THE TREASURE HOUSE OF HIS GOD. NOW, I MENTIONED THIS BRIEFLY ON YESTERDAY'S PROGRAM. I HADN'T GOT TIME TO GO INTO IT IN DETAIL ON TODAY'S PROGRAM, BUT IF YOU WERE TO GET MY LIVING COMMENTARY WHERE I HAVE, IT'S A DIGITAL uh, COMMENTARY ON 23,000 VERSES IN THE BIBLE THAT I HAVE BEEN WRITING FOR DECADES. AND I HAVE A NOTE RIGHT HERE THAT SHOWS THE FOUR SEPARATE TIMES THAT NEBUCHADNEZZAR CONQUERED JERUSALEM. THIS TIME THAT IT'S TALKING ABOUT, HE CONQUERED JEHOIAKIM, AND YET HE ALLOWED HIM TO REIGN FOR A PERIOD OF TIME, BUT JEHOIAKIM REBELLED, AND SO HE WOUND UP CONQUERING IT AGAIN, TOOK HIM AWAY, AND PUT HIS BROTHER, JEHOIACHIN, IN, AND HE ALLOWED HIM TO REIGN FOR A WHILE, BUT HE REBELLED TOO, SO HE TOOK HIM AWAY AND PUT IN uh, ZACHARIAH, OR I THINK THAT WAS HIS NAME. ANYWAY, YOU NEED TO GET MY NOTE TO GET ALL OF THIS EXACTLY RIGHT. BUT ANYWAY, HE PUT IN ZACHARIAH AS THE KING, AND EZEKIEL PROPHESIED ABOUT THIS. AND THIS IS ONE OF THE GREATEST PROPHECIES IN THE BIBLE. Uh, EZEKIEL WAS A CONTEMPORARY HERE WITH DANIEL, 
And Ezekiel prophesied that because Zechariah did not submit to the king, uh, Nebuchadnezzar, who had already conquered Jerusalem three times before this, and he told Zechariah, he says, if you will obey the uh, king, you know, I may be saying this wrong. It may be Zedekiah. Anyway, without me taking time to go over there and look at the exact name, the fourth king here that Nebuchadnezzar conquered, he, uh, Ezekiel prophesied to him that you need to submit yourself unto Nebuchadnezzar, and if you will obey him and just pay him tribute and do what he said, he will allow Jerusalem to continue to exist. But the king rebelled at that, and he thought that he could throw off the dominion of Nebuchadnezzar. And because of that, Ezekiel prophesied to him, and he says, Because you have rebelled at the word of the Lord, which I have delivered unto you, that Nebuchadnezzar is going to come and conquer you and take you to Babylon, and you will die there, although you never saw it. You know, that is a strange prophecy. How is it that you're going to go to Babylon and die there, but you'll never see it? You know how this came to pass? And again, I'd have to look up the exact reference. I think it's 2 Kings chapter 25 or maybe 27. It's right in there. I could find it. Uh, when Nebuchadnezzar finally came and conquered this last king, he was so put out that he had tried to allow the Jews to remain there and to govern themselves, and yet they just constantly rebelled that he, he took this king and took his sons and killed them in front of his eyes. And then he put out both of his eyes and took him to Babylon. And it was exactly the way that Ezekiel prophesied that he went to Babylon, he died there, but he never saw Babylon because Nebuchadnezzar put out both of his eyes. Man, there's just some amazing things in these few verses right here. And the very first time that he conquered Jerusalem with Jehoiakim, the king, is when Daniel and his three friends were taken captive. And so this is one of the things that Nebuchadnezzar did. He, the uh, nations that he would conquer, he would look for some of the educated people. And this says a lot about Daniel. We don't know all of the reasons that he was chosen. It's possible that there might have even been some uh, positions or some relation to royalty in Daniel and his three friends, or at the very least, they had somehow or another been educated. They were some of the elite people. And Nebuchadnezzar took Daniel and his three friends, his friends, their Hebrews' names, were uh, Hananiah, Mesiel, and Azariah. And they changed their names to Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and they changed Daniel's name to Bel to Shazer. And all of these were Chaldean names that had something to do with their gods and things like this. But anyway, they took them, and let me just read some of this. It says that they took of the king's seed and of the princess. So Daniel and his three friends were somehow or another at least educated people or possibly royalty. In verse 4 it says, "...children in whom was no blemish, but well-favored, and skillful in all wisdom, and cunning in knowledge, and understanding science, and such as had ability in them to stand in the king's palace, and whom they might teach the learning and the tongue of the Chaldeans. And the king appointed them a daily provision of the king's meat and of the wine which he drank, so nourishing them three years, that at the end thereof they might stand before the king. So Daniel and his three friends were chosen 
AND THEY WERE SPECIFICALLY PUT INTO A SCHOOL WHERE THEY WERE LEARNING THE LANGUAGE OF THE CHALDEANS AND AFTER THREE YEARS, THEY WOULD APPEAR BEFORE THE KING AND THE KING WOULD EVALUATE THEM AND IF THERE WAS ANY USE OR ANY SERVICE TO THE BABYLONIANS, THEN THEY'D TAKE THEM AND PUT THEM INTO THESE POSITIONS OF LEADERSHIP. BUT GET THE BACKGROUND OF THIS. I MENTIONED THIS BRIEFLY ON YESTERDAY'S PROGRAM. BUT THIS IS WHEN JERUSALEM WAS CONQUERED. DANIEL AND HIS THREE FRIENDS WERE JEWS THAT HAD HAD THEIR NATION COMPLETELY OVERRUN BY THE BABYLONIANS AND THOUSANDS AND THOUSANDS OF PEOPLE KILLED, PROBABLY THEIR FAMILY MEMBERS, AT LEAST, CERTAINLY, uh, FRIENDS THAT THEY KNEW AND THINGS LIKE THIS. THERE WERE THOUSANDS AND THOUSANDS OF PEOPLE CONQUERED IN THE SIEGE OF JERUSALEM. AND SO THESE WERE PEOPLE THAT WERE CONQUERED, AND HERE WERE THEIR CONQUERORS TAKING THEM AND PUTTING THEM INTO THEIR SCHOOL TO MAKE THEM, YOU KNOW, uh, ASSIMILATE THEM INTO THEIR SOCIETY. DID YOU KNOW THAT THE AVERAGE PERSON TODAY WOULD HAVE BEEN SO BITTER AT THEIR CAPTORS THAT THEY WOULDN'T HAVE COOPERATED, THEY WOULDN'T HAVE DONE ANYTHING, AND THEY WOULD NOT HAVE BEEN PROMOTED. BUT DANIEL, MESHACH, SHADRACH, AND ABEDNEGO WERE PROMOTED BECAUSE THEY HAD A DIFFERENT SPIRIT, AND IT'S WHAT I'M TALKING ABOUT, THIS SPIRIT OF EXCELLENCE. AGAIN, DANIEL CHAPTER 5, VERSE 12, AND DANIEL CHAPTER 6, VERSE 3, IT WAS BECAUSE THEY HAD AN EXCELLENT SPIRIT THAT THEY WERE PROMOTED. AND SO HERE'S ONE OF THE VERY FIRST THINGS THAT I WANT TO MENTION. THERE'S GOING TO BE FOUR THINGS I'M GOING TO TALK ABOUT FOR THE NEXT WEEK OR TWO ABOUT THINGS THAT PRODUCE AN EXCELLENT SPIRIT IN A PERSON. THE VERY FIRST THING WAS THAT THEY REFUSED TO LET THEIR CAPTORS CHANGE THEIR IDENTITY. THESE MEN WERE JEWS. THEY WERE COMMITTED TO THE GOD OF THE JEWS. THEY HAD CERTAIN LAWS AND COMMANDMENTS THAT GOD HAD GIVEN, AND THEY REFUSED TO COMPROMISE ON THIS. BUT THEY REFUSED TO LET THE CHALDEANS MAKE THEM INTO CHALDEANS. THEY WERE JEWS AT HEART, AND THEY REFUSED TO COMPROMISE. SO I JUST READ THIS VERSE WHERE THEY WERE GIVEN A PORTION OF THE KING'S MEAT AND OF THE WINE WHICH HE DRANK, SO NOURISHING THEM THREE YEARS THAT IN THE END THEREOF THEY MIGHT STAND BEFORE THE KING. BUT IT SAYS THAT DANIEL IN VERSE 8, BUT DANIEL PURPOSED IN HIS HEART THAT HE WOULD NOT DEFILE HIMSELF WITH THE PORTION OF THE KING'S MEAT, NOR WITH THE WINE WHICH HE DRANK, THEREFORE HE REQUESTED OF THE PRINCE OF THE eunuchs THAT HE MIGHT NOT DEFILE HIMSELF. SO THESE THREE uh, FRIENDS OF DANIEL AND DANIEL, FOUR PEOPLE ALL TOGETHER, THEY WERE TAKEN CAPTIVE, AND INSTEAD OF JUST HATING THEIR CAPTORS AND DOING WHATEVER THEY COULD TO, YOU KNOW, HINDER THE THING, THEY TOOK THE SITUATION THAT THEY WERE IN AND THEY KEPT A GOOD ATTITUDE. THEY KEPT SERVING GOD. AND WHEN THEY WERE GIVEN ALL OF THE KING'S MEAT AND THE KING'S WINE, THEY REFUSED IT. THEY PURPOSED NOT TO DEFILE THEMSELVES. NOW, YOU WILL HEAR PEOPLE OFTEN SAY THAT WHAT THIS IS, THIS IS A RECOMMENDATION FOR A VEGETARIAN DIET. AND YOU KNOW WHAT? THAT'S MISSING THE POINT RIGHT HERE. NOW, IT IS TRUE THAT THEY ASKED... LET ME JUST READ THIS HERE IN VERSE 9. IT SAYS, NOW, GOD HAD BROUGHT DANIEL INTO FAVOR AND TENDER LOVE WITH THE PRINCE OF THE eunuchs. IT'S NOT STATED RIGHT HERE IN DANIEL CHAPTER 1, BUT TWO OTHER TIMES IN THIS BOOK, IT'S STATED THAT THEY HAD AN EXCELLENT SPIRIT, AND THAT'S WHY THEY WERE PROMOTED AND WHY THEY WERE ALWAYS RISING TO THE TOP. EVEN THOUGH IT'S NOT STATED IN THOSE EXACT WORDS, IT'S THE SAME THING. DANIEL AND HIS THREE FRIENDS 
had a different attitude than other people. And because of it, God brought them into favor with the prince of the eunuchs. Now, let me just say that God loves all of us. And if you have made Jesus your personal Savior, God has great plans for you. God has big plans for you. God has never made a piece of junk. God has never made a failure. I don't care what your life is like right now. You know, you could look at Daniel and his three friends and say, well, man, this was tragic. They probably saw their families killed. They saw their friends killed. They saw their nation overrun, their capital destroyed. Here they are taken to a foreign land. They will never again go back to Jerusalem. And they could have just looked at how bad things were. But again, I believe they had an excellent spirit. They were still believing God even when they were in a very bad situation. And there's people watching this program right now that you may be in a bad situation and you have just let that bad situation taint your attitude and your outlook and your thinking. Nothing good can ever come in my life. You're in a dead-end marriage, a dead-end job, or whatever the situation is. There's people watching this program all over the world. And there are people that are in other countries and you think, well, we just don't have the freedoms and the liberties that you do in the United States. I could never prosper. Nobody is in as bad a situation as Daniel and his friends were in. They were in a very negative situation. All of these things, people that they loved, killed in front of their eyes, their nation destroyed, taken to a foreign land, made eunuchs. They were castrated. There was no chance of them ever having a family ever having children. They were in a terrible situation, and yet God granted them favor in the sight of the people who were over them because they had an excellent spirit. Your attitude can influence your future regardless of what your past is. Regardless of what has happened to you in the past, it can't determine your future unless you let it taint you and paint a negative image on the inside. Daniel and his friends were brought into favor, and because of that, in verse 10 it says, And the prince of the eunuchs said unto Daniel, I fear my lord the king, who hath appointed your meat and your drink, for why should he see your faces worse liking than the children which are of your sort? Then shall ye make me endanger my head to the king. In other words, this prince of the eunuchs, he was responsible for taking care of these people that were trying to be assimilated into the Chaldean culture. And he was saying, if I don't give you the meat and the wine and all of the things that the others get, the king will see that somehow or another you don't look as well. And he, his life could have been on the line. He could have been put to death for this. And Daniel told him, he said unto him in verse 11, Then said Daniel to Melzar, whom the prince of the eunuchs had set over Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, Prove thy servants, I beseech thee, ten days, and let them give us pulse to eat and water to drink. Then let our countenance be looked upon before thee and the countenance of the children that eat of the portion of the king's meat. And as thou seest, deal with thy servants. So right here it says that Daniel asked for pulse to eat. This is talking about vegetables. And some people have taken all of this to say that, see, you should be eating a vegetarian diet. That's not what this is talking about. It, it is true that Daniel asked to eat vegetables, but the reason was because the Lord had given certain commands to the Jews about the diet that they were supposed to eat. It wasn't against meat. It's not that this is saying that somehow or another a vegetarian 
diet is better than meat. This is talking about that there were certain animals that Jews were not allowed to eat, such as pork, shellfish, and animals like that. And then even if it was an animal that you could eat, such as cattle or deer or things like that, there was a certain way that that meat had to be prepared. You had to drain the blood instead of eating the flesh with the blood. It's what we, today we would call kosher. This was not kosher food. And it wasn't the fact that it was meat versus vegetables. It was the fact that it was talking about these dietary laws about how food was prepared and things like this. And so here's my point in, in making an issue out of this. Daniel was refusing to compromise on the commands that God had given him. He remained a Jew at heart. They changed their names. They changed Daniel's name to Belteshazzar. They changed uh, Hananiah to Shadrach. They changed Mishael to Meshach. They changed Azariah to Abednego. But did you know in their hearts they remained faithful to God? They kept their Jewish identity. They refused to violate the laws that God had given just so that they could be assimilated into the Babylonian system and somehow or another prosper that way. And so here's my first point that if you want an excellent spirit as evidenced in these people right here, you have to find your identity in Christ and not compromise that identity. You need to have a understanding of what God made you to be and not try and be like somebody else. Don't let the world pour you into their mold. You know, the verses that the Lord first used to change my life in 1968 is Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. And that says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And then verse 2 says, And don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That word conformed right there is a Greek word that means to pour into the mold. Don't let this world just put you into their mold. Don't be like everybody else. And yet this is the very thing that most people do. Most people have this herd mentality and they want to be like everybody else. They're under pressure. You know, if you work for a business that does things a little bit shady and this is how people get promoted is you stab somebody in the back, you take credit for what somebody else did. And if this is the way that other people are promoting and climbing up the corporate ladder, there's a tendency for you to want to compromise. But you know what? You need to find your identity in Christ. You need to say, God, you're my source. You have put me here for a reason. Or maybe it's not that that's where you're going to land forever. Maybe that's just where you are temporarily. You're going to learn some things. But you need to see God as your source, and you need to serve God. Like I used these verses yesterday out of Ephesians chapter 6, and it says to be obedient to your masters, and it was slaves. It was talking to slaves about obeying their masters, but today we could say this about your employer. And you need to serve them, not with eye service as man-pleasers, but doing the will of God from your heart. And if you will do that, it says that God will reward you whether you be bond or free. Whether you're the boss or the lowest paid person in the business, God will promote you. You know, Paul Milligan, who many of you know, he's been our CEO for about five years, and we're just now transitioning, but 
PAUL MILLIGAN HAS BEEN A SUPER BLESSING TO ME, AND PAUL HAS MULTIPLE CORPORATIONS THAT HE STARTED. I THINK HE STARTED SOMEWHERE OVER A DOZEN, I THINK IT WAS 16 BUSINESSES OR SOMETHING. HE STILL HAS TWO OR THREE THAT HIS uh, CHILDREN HAVE TAKEN OVER. Uh, HE'S A MULTIMILLIONAIRE. HE'S BEEN VERY PROSPEROUS. THEY HELPED divide, uh, uh, DEVELOP THE F-4 FIGHTER PLANE. THEY WERE INVOLVED IN SOME OF THE uh, TECHNICAL THINGS AND SOME OF THE PARTS MADE FOR THAT. AND ANYWAY, HE'S He's JUST BEEN A VERY PROSPEROUS MAN FOR A VERY LONG TIME. BUT DID YOU KNOW SOME OF THE SKILLS THAT HE LEARNED? HE WAS WORKING FOR ANOTHER COMPANY, AND THE PERSON WHO WAS HIS MANAGER TOOK ALL OF PAUL'S SALES THAT HE WAS MAKING. HE GOT THESE BIG DEFENSE CONTRACTS, AND I MEAN BROUGHT IN MILLIONS OF DOLLARS, AND HIS BOSS TOOK CREDIT FOR IT, AND HE GOT BONUSES, AND HE GOT PROMOTIONS FOR WHAT PAUL HAD DONE. AND PAUL WAS AWARE OF WHAT WAS HAPPENING. AND YET HE WENT AHEAD AND HE JUST MADE A DECISION THAT I AM GOING TO SERVE THIS MAN BECAUSE AT THAT TIME, THAT WAS WHERE HE WAS. AND BASICALLY, YOU COULD SAY THAT HE HAD AN EXCELLENT SPIRIT. INSTEAD OF GETTING MAD AND ANGRY AND REFUSING TO WORK BECAUSE WHAT GOOD DOES IT DO ME? HE JUST WENT AHEAD AND HE SERVED THAT BOSS AND HE DETERMINED THAT HE WAS GOING TO MAKE HIM YOU KNOW, LOOK GOOD REGARDLESS OF HOW MUCH THIS GUY ABUSED HIM AND MANIPULATED HIM, TOOK IT TOOK ADVANTAGE OF HIM, THINGS LIKE THIS. AND ANYWAY, I FORGET THE EXACT PERIOD OF TIME, BUT EVENTUALLY, THE PEOPLE THAT WERE THE LEADERS OF THIS ENTIRE BUSINESS FIRED THAT IMMEDIATE SUPERVISOR THAT PAUL HAD. THEY CAME AND TALKED TO PAUL, AND THEY ASKED HIM, THEY SAID, DID YOU SELL THIS, um, DID YOU GET THIS CONTRACT? DID YOU, uh, YOU KNOW, SELL THIS PRODUCT AND THINGS LIKE THAT? AND HE SAID, YES. AND THEY SAID, WELL, WE THOUGHT SO BECAUSE THE GUY WHO WAS OVER YOU WASN'T SMART ENOUGH TO BE DOING THIS. THEY RECOGNIZED PAUL'S ACCOMPLISHMENT. THEY PUT HIM INTO THAT EXACT POSITION THAT HIS BOSS HAD BEEN OCCUPYING. THEY GAVE HIM A HUGE SALARY INCREASE, AND THIS GAVE HIM TRAINING AND THINGS FOR ALL OF THE BUSINESSES THAT HE WAS GOING TO START. NOW, SEE, MOST PEOPLE WOULD NOT HAVE KEPT A GOOD ATTITUDE. THAT'S PROBABLY WHAT MOST OF US WOULD HAVE CALLED IT. WE'D HAVE SAID HE HAD A GREAT ATTITUDE, BUT THE BIBLICAL PHRASE FOR THAT IS HE HAD AN EXCELLENT SPIRIT. HE KEPT SERVING AS UNTO GOD. AND I'M TELLING YOU, THERE ARE SOME OF YOU WATCHING THIS PROGRAM THAT YOU ARE WONDERING WHY THINGS AREN'T WORKING BETTER. WHY IS IT THAT YOU DON'T EVER GET PROMOTIONS? MAYBE SOMEBODY IS MISUSING YOU AND NOT TREATING YOU PROPERLY. BUT I'M TELLING YOU, GOD IS ON THE THRONE, AND PSALMS CHAPTER 75 SAYS PROMOTION DOESN'T COME FROM THE EAST OR FROM THE WEST OR FROM THE SOUTH. IT'S GOD THAT PUTS UP ONE AND SETS DOWN ANOTHER. IF YOU WOULD BEGIN TO SERVE WITH AN EXCELLENT SPIRIT, THE WAY YOU SEE DANIEL AND HIS FRIENDS DOING RIGHT HERE, GOD WOULD PROMOTE YOU JUST AS HE PROMOTED DANIEL. GOD IS NO RESPECTER OF PERSONS. IT DOESN'T MATTER WHAT THE LIMITATIONS ARE, WHETHER IT'S YOUR RACE, YOUR GENDER, YOUR EDUCATION ARE ALL OF THESE THINGS THAT WE PUT CEILINGS AND LIMITS AND SAY, WELL, I CAN'T PROSPER BECAUSE OF THIS AND THIS AND THIS. IF YOU WOULD HAVE THIS EXCELLENT SPIRIT, GOD WILL PROSPER YOU. AND I'M GOING TO BE GOING THROUGH THE BOOK OF DANIEL AND SHOWING THIS TO YOU OVER AND OVER AND OVER. AND I BELIEVE THAT THIS HAS THE POTENTIAL OF JUST CHANGING YOUR LIFE. BEFORE YOU WERE EVEN FORMED IN YOUR MOTHER'S WOMB, GOD ALREADY HAD DETERMINED A PURPOSE FOR YOUR LIFE, A GOD-GIVEN PURPOSE. GOD HAS A PURPOSE TO TRAIN YOU IN WHAT YOU'RE CALLED TO DO, AND I TELL YOU, Caris BIBLE COLLEGE IS THE PLACE FOR THAT. MAN, IF YOU WANT A LIFE CHANGE, COME TO Caris. COME ON TO Caris. 
the next two to three years could be the most powerful time of your life. If you sit under the Word for four hours a day, for five days a week, for two or three years, I guarantee you, you are going to have God speak to you and start revealing purpose to you. Every one of you are created for a purpose. Do you know what that purpose is? You know, I've got great news for those of you who've been wanting to partake of Keras, but you just can't move. You can't seem to uh, find how to fit it into your schedule. We now have what we call eCaris on this little iPad, and you get all of the first year courses here. There's 39 courses, eight hours teaching per course. So that I think is 312 hours worth of teaching. It's loaded on here so that you don't have to have an internet connection. It comes with headphones, wireless headphones, and this way you can take advantage of the first year of Keras curriculum, whatever your situation is. And you can interact with our staff. You take tests. They know where you are in this process. It's just a great way to take advantage of it. Check it out, eCaris. Discover the blessings that accompany an excellent spirit when you get Andrew's teaching titled, Excellence. This teaching is available in a CD or DVD album made from our daily television broadcast or in a DVD album recorded live from the 2016 Men's Advance. Each of these valuable resources are available for a gift of any amount when you contact us. You can also get Andrew's book titled Excellence for a gift of any amount when you write or call. We encourage everyone to give because there's a blessing in giving. But if you're simply unable to afford it, Andrew and his partners will provide this book to you free of charge. We want to say a special thank you to the Grace Partners of Andrew Womack Ministries. Your gifts make it possible to put free ministry materials into the hands of many people in need. If you're not already a Grace Partner, we ask you to pray about becoming one today. You can become a Grace Partner or order resources through our website at awmi.net or call our helpline Monday through Friday from 4.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. Mountain Time at 719-635-1111. His Living Commentary is a Bible program for both Mac and PC, which allows you to study through the Bible with Andrew. For more information, go to our website at awmi.net. Hello, this is Andrew Womack, and I just want to thank you for being a part of our social media. We are seeing some great things happen. I just wanted to share some of these testimonies with you of things that have happened recently that we got testimonies through the postings that we put on social media. One of them says, I thank God first for allowing me to read on this page, Hallelujah, I was a Muslim, but by the grace of Lord Jesus Christ, He called me to become His son, and I am a born-again Christian. Praise the Lord. Man, that right there is awesome. 
Another testimony says, I was healed tonight while watching Andrew on Healing is Here. I've had chronic back pain, been to many doctors, and have been taking medicine strength Motrin for more than 15 years. I am completely healed and free of pain for the first time. Thank you, Jesus, and thank you, Andrew, for the healing word. So these are things that are coming out of the social media uh, ministry, and I would like to encourage you to be a part of this. These testimonies could be amplified many times over if we just had more people participating in it. So thank you for being a part of it. God bless you and share this uh, ministry with other people.